You know, I was thinking the other day, why are people so weak nowadays? It's no matter where you look at the internet, there's full of people complaining. Just like either oh, nowadays. I mean, I think uh, I just re- I've re- realized it more recently is all I mean. Okay, I guess it's like I just see it on TikTok. I see it on iPhone. I see it on any social media platform. People are just complaining about anything. There's no solution. They're just they're just talking about how they're upset about something or they're 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 depression, but they're not talking about any well, hope within it. There's nothing. There's nothing there. It's just all. It's all garbage. I think, well, I look at the angst of humanity as a gauge, you know, like a pressure gauge. And so say uh, say we're at a, you know, two points after zero on that, the, on the angst of humanity gauge. Okay. It really doesn't matter what era we're in, whether it's the present, the past, mm-hmm. or let's presume the future. It, it, it's it's irrelevant to the in other words like the zeitgeist of our time doesn't matter i don't think it ever matters as long as humans exist they're just going to repeat their positive and negative flow no and, I, I think that's right i've just noticed it more often i think i've been yeah i think you'll spend time paying attention to things and other times not yeah and you'll you'll you go through a, a person goes through phases they mm-hmm. go through change you know minor changes like that because i believe the problems that we deal with as humans are the same problems we've always dealt with you know it's the same thing always reoccurring maybe in a different form or a different enemy but there's always the same same like like you're saying angst right yeah i i it's yeah i don't because you look at uh climate change they've they've been talking about that since the 80s you know you you look at technically climate change has been i think a discussion since the egyptians wrote it down (laughs) I mean, or in possibly there's evidence, I guess, maybe for even earlier than that. Yeah. Younger, driest, pre-civilization, pre-civilizations. Yeah. I mean, when would weather not be a problem? But anyway, I don't know. We're not going to talk about weather. Today. Well, not just, yeah, we're not just weather, but there's like, you know, political uh, corruption. That's all. That's been a thing since there was ever a th- the idea of a leader, you know? Right. I think that'll be a good topic for another time. You look like you have a question for me. Yeah, so I was just wondering, what podcast do you listen to? I mean, I listen to, I guess I just kind of jump around. I don't really, I'm not a steady listener. Okay. You know, even though it'd be nice to have steady listeners, I don't actually do it myself. Uh, I go more, I look more for, I'm pretty casual, but I do sometimes look for uh, certain individuals in their interviews. I'm mostly into interviews. I don't really like podcast where uh you know the person is sort of just talking to themselves okay and, so they, they're kind just of rambling kind of... yeah i don't the only time i like that is when it's more when it's actually less of a podcast and more of a lecture like it's a study it's a it's a definition of something that i want to learn about okay then 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 i'm interested but if it's just someone spewing their brain and it's just random i i lose interest very quickly I, i'm very stingy i find few people interesting no, I think that's that's the problem is everyone wants to do this podcasting or creating videos or but like not many people are interesting and I'm not saying that I am interesting right <laughs> cuz I am doing this but that doesn't mean I I don't know I find it it's just fun to do you know and if people want to listen they find enjoyment from I think listening to us yeah. awesome I'm happy but regardless I'm happy that I'm I'm creating something I'm doing something that's 
has creative freedoms and it has like just the ability to express myself and it's just a, a fun thing to do regardless of if other people find it interesting that's kind of like how i view uh jokes actually like when i talk and i'm like in a conversation most of the jokes are not for them they're for me because i find them funny and i'm just trying to make myself happy in the end anyway so <laughs> well i think that's the the important part of any art i mean i i, I don't i agree i don't you know, anytime it's obvious that someone's playing to the audience, it feels very fake anyway. I mean, there is some, there's some consideration there. I, I can't say, you know, when you, when you tell a joke or you, uh, you run a podcast, you, you're not, you can't pretend that you're only doing it for yourself. Um, at least I can't, you know, there is some, there is some amount, some percentage of it is trying to please others, trying no, to entertain others. Absolutely. I would love it for people to, to enjoy what we do and you know and to enjoy art you know it's like that, that is like i guess the ultimate goal in a sense but i think the key is if you're having fun and you're showing that you're like enthused and you're like you know enjoying that that comes out in your art right you're like that comes out in in anything and people are attracted to that they're attracted to Hopefully. the confidence yeah and yeah well the exactly. satisfaction that's what that's what i think you're talking about is it brings satisfaction to you if you're doing it, which to me is more important than the success. But uh, that said, some level of success, a marriage between the two is what I'm looking for. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And if there's a way to find success in what you're doing and, you know, get monetary gain or something, some kind of gain out of it, that awesome. If you can like make a living off of what you enjoy, whew, that's difficult to do and I difficult believe, to find. I, well, I think, I, th- I don't know, maybe this is, uh, kind of a, a dreamy way to look at it, but I really do think that if you do something, if you if you don't give up on something, it will bring you success. It has to. At some point, it has to, it has to work because it's a skill. You're getting better, even if slowly. You're getting better at what you're doing. Yeah, but what about all those like artists who like they didn't get notoriety or anything until after they died? Ah, but it was after they died, so, so they okay. still got so that the success. They just weren't. <laughs> yeah, it does. They just weren't around to enjoy it. That's but. like the saddest. Is like you know your Van Goghs who didn't who didn't get to enjoy the the successful aspect well, of their career. They died before they were famous or anyone paid any real attention to them. That's so messed up, especially when you look at people like Leonardo da Vinci, who was literally groomed from like childhood to become who he was. <laughs> so he was like people were investing in him right and they, they created this this master of like it's a possibility it's one i've thought of i mean since i was a young boy and a teenager i thought you know that it could very well be that my fate is to be that kind of person that kind of entertainer or artist who doesn't find any success in his life um but i at some point you just get tired of giving up on yourself right yeah you want to actually have a foothold on what it is you have a passion for and none of us are immortal we're you know life is really short it goes by quickly and i'd rather just live every day doing something trying to do something wonderful and and meaningful to, for myself if for nobody else uh because right now that's all i that's all right. i have is myself <laughs> but uh I think that's worth it. I don't think that's a waste. At least I've always felt that way. It doesn't seem like a no, waste to I me. I don't think it's a waste if you find enjoyment, for sure. If you're enjoying your life and enjoying what you're doing, that's what's really important. Because, like you said, you have yourself. And you're always stuck with yourself. People come and go. They die. They leave. They move. Whatever. you know. But you always have you. You can't get away from yourself. So you have to be able to make yourself happy. 
I, I you can't I mean we all know what it's like not to, the opposite is is familiar right I mean uh we have a uh, good examples in our mind what it's like to be miserable so to uh, interrupt misery with some joy I think is a, is a good effort oh absolutely it's, maybe it's like it's a very noble effort to find the 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 happiness in life and not just dwelling on you know on the the misfortune that you has been come across you because everyone deals with that right but it's difficult to find the happiness within it and that's where and that's where it is though that's where the happiness is you got to find it you got to look for it's it. in moments yeah and that's how i that's how i listen to podcasts really is in moments i don't uh uh, only only sometimes do I listen to entire interviews because I, I you know, I, I get bored and I give things a chance. But uh, I, you know, what I can't stand is when uh, a podcast or an interviewer or an interviewee is a commercial for themselves. There's you're not really you're not listening to a person anymore. You're listening to the 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 business of that person, right? What it is, okay. how they're selling themselves or you know, what they're really just pushing. So not just like scripted things, but well, like, like, I mean, I like Benicio del Toro as an actor, right? I think he's a really good actor. I think he's horrid to listen to in interviews because he is constantly just selling himself. He's just there to push his movie or his book. And I don't know what he is like as a person, but in interviews, he he's drab, he's drawl. And I think that's uh, unfortunate because I think he's a really good actor. And I think when people, I know when I listen to an interview or a podcast, I want to learn about the person, right? If they're bad, if they're good, that's, it's almost, it doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'm equally as interested to know if there's there someone I would dislike or hate <laughs> as it would be someone really? I like or love. Oh, yeah. See, I, 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 I don't, really when I listen to interviews, I, I it's usually with like a, uh, some kind of, expert in a field you know like you know they're astrophysicist or they're a uh, they're a psychologist mm-hmm. or they're you know whatever it's i don't really care about the person almost ever like i never care about people in interviews and how they are as like are they a good guy are they a bad guy do they care about the you know the the dog starving on the street like that doesn't bother me i want to know about the intellectual side of their other being and well like what I, they I guess do i bounce they... back and forth between that um because at some point i i get bored of the science and i'm interested in, in the morality of the person it's just a pendulum it, it there's no rhyme yeah. or reason to it sometimes i'm as you say uh you know studying a subject that i just find interesting like mm-hmm. i really love neuroscience or i really love philosophy right uh psychology but at some point my brain's going to be asking me questions about what i think of that person and so to some degree, it depends. I mean, I find that with an, I'm more interested in podcasts or interviews with entertainers about them as a person than I am about their career. I think because I'm familiar with their career, right? I've seen their movies or read their books. But with a scientist or a lecturer or some you know, intelligentsia, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with what they know and therefore I'm more interested in what they have to say about their study, their profession, their, you know, their expertise as opposed to who they are as people. Yeah. I definitely care less about, you know, Stephen Hawking as a person than I do about <laughs> what he knows as an astrophysicist. Oh, speaking of scientists and, or David, and, and I say. his, uh, like Albert Einstein, he has a funny little, little history, like his personal life. He's like, you know, he got married, but he, I forget how all it went, but he was not like a good husband. Like, I mean, he was pretty absentee and stuff like that. 
And he struck me as a very goofy guy anyway. <laughs> Which is fine. I yeah. don't mind the mad scientist. I think that's interesting too. Yeah, he's definitely a mad scientist for sure. That yeah. guy. But well, so you you're when you listen to podcasts though, what what would you say are like some good tra- like what are traits of a good podcast? Like what keeps you interested? In listening, and what keeps you coming back, or do you just sort of jump? Are you are you an island hopper, kind of like I am? Like I'm never devoted to just one. So it depends. I I listen. To, there's a few podcasts I do. I do follow pretty regularly, like uh, Create Unknown, um, the Unmade podcast, and uh, I used to listen to Hello Internet a lot, but they stopped. So those are like the um, Unmade podcast. That one's about like. He's got these two guys and they come up with podcast ideas and they talk about the what could make a good podcast. And that's pretty fun and entertaining and they have jokes and they you know seems useful. Like what what so give an example, like what would be what makes a good podcast? Well what I like about it is the chemistry between the two of them. That's what's interesting in that one. Is that they're they're fun to listen to, right? Like they have like they have entertaining ideas, they have uh inside jokes that you when you start following every time you, you get you catch along and you're like you're part of this like inside joke that you know and that's just fun to be a part of um and then with the create unknown they follow they like interview creators on like youtube and different like platforms like that and that's really fun because you get to hear about the creative process of other artists and that's what i really like and that's like their goal is to like you is to expand like this like uh not like necessarily like extremely popular artists you know like they're like they're creating animations they're doing some of them are musicians some of them are um like just like character uh creators like they do like skits with characters pretty much and stuff like that so they interview them in their process and what they're doing and stuff like that which is really fun to listen to especially like when they get animation animators on because they get a lot of animators for like youtube on and that is not a place for animators (laughs) Like YouTube is horrible for like to like make money off of on animating because it takes wars. so long. What if, what's it? I find it interesting. So I feel like uh, no offense to you as an animator, but I feel like listening to an animator talk about animation would be really boring. Uh, just because I've attempted it myself and worked on it for several months and just found it, it it's tedious work to me. It's it's very mechanical. Well, it depends on your yeah, especially if you're doing two D. Screw TD. I will never do TD again. I hate it. I hate doing it. Um, it's it's. I can't stand drawing the frame after frame after frame and only moving an inch. It, it's almost as bad as claymation. But claymation is way more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I have respect for it, you know, because it's so difficult. And I res- I just, but I don't want to do it. 3D is fun because the animation is, it, it's almost instant reward. So you think a good podcast is, uh, so an example of a good podcast is one that actually uses its platform to interview other professionals of the same industry well not necessarily but i like the like i said the um and then uh hello internet was one right and they they were just guys talking about day-to-day life stuff that they go through because they're 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 both youtubers and they talk about like uh their experience with youtube they talk about other things and it's see that's interesting so now that's interesting to me because you i feel like you contradict yourself there because that sounds like a podcast that's only about the person. That's right, about it them. is. It's about, but it's only about two people, right? And that's like, it's not like, it's almost like they are uh, characters in themselves, right? At that point, it's not like I, I'm not following. I'm not following them for well, the it, art that they I make. I struggle outside. to understand why people find that interesting because I myself uh, don't, and I don't know why. It's it's not like an. 
I don't think it's an ego thing, you know, like, like I consider it a challenge or a competition, but I find like often when I listen to YouTube channels or podcasters, I'm very, very picky about who I'm willing to let in my ear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, especially if the content's visual, I don't want anyone talking. Even if I don't understand what's going on, it seems like an interruption. And I wonder how much of that psychologically is just what voices are pleasing to listen to and which ones aren't. For me, I mean, everybody's yeah. got to be different, right? About especially what you got like synesthesia and you're seeing people's like... Excuse me, voice. you have what? Synesthesia. It's synesthesia? Where yeah, it's where your um, your brain makes connections where it's not supposed to. So like you'll you'll see uh see uh voices like as colors or whatever and you'll hear colors and but you'll also see them too or hear them. That's very confusing. Yes. Imagine having it. Yeah, I can't I can't imagine. <laughs> so it's just like and you can some people taste it sounds like a fruit bat, like you can hear I mean you hear color. Yeah, and some people fun. like taste voices and they taste sound. Well, you know what's funny because it, I I used to say I remember in earth science I thought it was clever, but my teacher didn't seem to give a shit. Was I always argued with him or anyone that we really only have one sense, and that's touch, right? Because technically, every sensory organ is just a translator for for touch, for collision, right? Whether mm-hmm. it's sound or you know, everything is physical. That's hitting that's hitting your body, hitting your ears. Yeah, sound the, waves. That's you know? the grossest thing about uh, smells is that it's the a particle of yeah, I mean, Whatever I learned that at an early age. You. When you smell a fart, you are tasting someone's ass. Yeah, it's it's like it's quite literally. You. It is now in you. It's part of Put it in your soup because yeah, you're eating it. The sense of smell is the worst part of like. I don't. Know, I think that's a wild, exciting thing. Like I, I, f- I feel like we're only the idea of being grossed out by things to me is such a it's such a like first world problem when you really think about it because I mean we live. Our environment is designed to just mix things. If you want to call it designed, I'm just saying it that way. But, like, you know, in nature, everything is just a mix. It's a stew, you know? Yeah. The good and the bad. Yeah, I don't want my there. food touching. I don't want my nature touching. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's, there's there's got to be some underlying psychology to that for why we separate ourselves from, <laughs> from nature even further. But going back to podcasts and interviews, uh, it's interesting to me because I want – I want this podcast and I want my future endeavors and our future endeavors to be better, to be good. Oh yeah. I want to, I want to get better entertaining and I want to, I want to learn where I want to learn where the marriage of art and business sits in my head, you know, to have a better definition of that because that's what I'm, that's really what I'm always analyzing is how much of myself am I willing to sell out in order to be successful Without losing a level of satisfaction that's important to me, that's the that's where the balance is. That's that's the goal. Because in that in that in that perfect duality somewhere is true freedom, right? I mean that's that's what uh, that guy Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank talks about, and I love listening to that guy because oh he's he says it simply, and I'm sure he's not the first to say it this way, but I agree is that an entrepreneur's goal is to be free, is to feel. It's to feel true freedom, to, yeah. to have the ability to just stop what you're doing professionally, let's mm-hmm. say, uh, to go spend time with your children or mm-hmm. to, to, to go on, you know, some wild vacation. No, you know? I, I talk about people with their jobs before and like their their careers and people who are even happy with what they're doing. 
And I was like, yeah, but jobs are just, you're just a slave. You're literally a slave. And he's, he's like, but I like my job. I'm like, yeah, but think about it. Do you really like going to work every time, like at a certain time every day that you don't control? Uh, do you like how, no matter how hard you work, you're not necessarily going to get a pay increase. So it doesn't matter if you work just as hard as Jimmy, who's like slacking all day. Like, you're a slave. Like, that's what, that's what jobs are. They are like, you're getting paid yeah but it's there's nothing in your control about it and a lot of jobs if you try and take off you get shit for it so it's like what where's this where's this freedom coming in and just having um, so like when you say like being an entrepreneur is the most way to be free i totally agree with that because you are making your hours you are setting if you work harder you're getting paid more because that's just how that works i also feel that it's actually better that it is a smaller percentage of people who want to be their own bosses than there are people who don't. Well, yeah, because you can't have a world of, uh, you know, of entrepreneurs trying, everyone doing the same, like, you know, trying well, to I make don't know. It I, I don't know that you can't, to be honest, whereas we don't have the evidence to say that that would fail, right? It's certainly never been tried. I think, I think most humans in general are, are submissive. We all are. We have our, our we're all submissive to some degree, you know. I think we can gauge between the differences, the level of percentage, the difference between each other when it comes to that. But, you know, at some point, but anyway, that's, that's the, that's, that's where I think the, uh, the perfect life exists for me as far as being a creator, Mm -hmm. you know, and an entertainer. Hopefully this is entertaining. It's, as you said, it's fun for me. Yeah. (laughs) I find it entertaining. I listen back on our episodes and try to pick out where, where I'm lacking, don't and you try find and that interesting? Pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I love I love the process of of becoming Review. better. And every yeah. time, oh, speaking of reviews, so I think it's very important to review whatever you're doing, right? Like that's that's oh, something I you need to do constantly, yeah. and you need to see what you did and how you could, and think about how you can improve next time. I mean, I w- I've been out of the the show recently for medieval times, and I've been watching you know the fights a lot more. And it's, there's so many things I've, I'm seeing that just watching the fights, it's like, oh, that looks really dumb. Yeah, oh, that was good. Like, the, oh, I was doing that. It's like, it's like, so now I'm like understanding. So I think it's important that we have like a, a game day review where you review one of the shows and you look at what everyone was doing. And you talk about it and you, and you can see it because well, that's just, what professional this, athletes do. They go, yeah. they, they do that uh, if not on a daily, on a weekly basis. Yeah. I mean, they that's review. what we did in high school football. Yeah. We were, every Monday we'd watch the Friday's game. You know, we 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 talk about, and then we'd watch the opposing team who we're gonna who we're gonna not fight, but who we're gonna play against, right? You know, and and pay and, and develop a strategy. Well, I think that's an interesting that's an interesting point because when you're in, so if you were to think of like this industry as uh, a competitive sport, the difference being is that you're never actually truly competing. On, with with the same brush, let's say, with the same media, right? So, like, in other words, like, even at Medieval Times, you're reviewing your choreography and your effort, but you're never reviewing uh, the tactics of the opposing team because there is no technical, technically right. no opposing team. Uh, and I think that's an interesting distinction. But it, it, I think you can still use the same verb. You can still have the same uh, level of interest, Right in like how much you want to learn almost, from the experience. In this aspect, it almost seems like your past self is your own enemy, right? That's I, my. But. I constantly <laughs> think of myself that way. Like, I'm in my head. I'm like Superman three. Like, there's a good Clark Kent and a bad Clark Kent. You know, there's a good <laughs> Superman and a bad Superman. Oh, 
the movie. I was like, what do you... I thought yeah, I was like, well, who's the third iteration of Superman? I'm trying to think. I'm like, what? No, yeah, like the movie with uh, Christopher Reeves. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I guess that's a silly uh, ex- analogy or example. Think of it like the, the devil and the angel on the mm-hmm. shoulder, right? That's that's basically what it is. There's a good mark and there's a bad mark. And I'm constantly trying to kill one. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends on who you sided with. The, yeah, the, okay. it depends on the, I guess, the day. Uh, well, maybe it's not that drastic, but maybe the week for sure. Because, um, you know, it's like Kronk in my head, man. Sometimes the, the bad guy has good ideas, you know. <laughs> no, no. He's got a point. He's got a point, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, that I guess that's I apply that weird, you know, critique method to when I'm listening to podcasts or watching shows, and of course, most things are just on YouTube. And I've, you know, I find I've been recently thinking about: Do I want to expand the you know the platform? I, I feel like I'm in an echo chamber, and I'm so sick of algorithms. I've I've hated algorithms ever since Yahoo Music first started. And I'll give you an example. I was in my office at um, 900 North Michigan when I worked in plastic surgery. And I was listening, Yahoo Music had just come out and I was listening to it. And, you know, I, I picked one song I knew and liked. And then I was unfamiliar with the idea of like an algorithm for in that sense, right? Mm-hmm. And they just started playing songs. And it, it was like one hit after another. I'm like, man, this radio stick, because I'm used to I'd back then only listening to radio stations and music. And that was all playlist, right? Someone had to think about what song to play next. Right. And I'm listening to this music unfold, and it's just one hit after another. And I'm like, my God, like, who made this playlist? And then, of course, when I looked into it, I realized no one had. They just, there was an algorithm that was making decisions for me based on my first choice. And then what I would listen to after and not. So you created it indirectly, though. In a way. Because my 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 acceptance created it. But I find that happening with everything now because everything's run by an algorithm yeah. right like in our face let's say it. oh yeah. dude yeah for sure um i i manipulate my own algorithms to show me things i want to see yeah because i'll like things on like iFunny for for example that i didn't really find fantastic but i'm like i want more things like that to show up so i'll like this oh, so one you're a that's willing the, participant in, in the no process. i'm a manipulator it's different well, that's- <laughs> I don't know if that's I'm not submissing to it, right? Oh, I'm I'm manipulating me. it. You're it's... free thinker. <laughs> but I just want to be shown things more like that. What does upset me with algorithms is like you uh Google's algorithm, right? So if you like in terms of what? In terms of searching things, right? Oh, like so like like okay, googling you, things. Yeah, right? if you're trying to search uh, a topic and then you but you search similar things to it, it's going to show you things that it knows you have a a bias towards. So and that's messed up. That my Google's different than your Google and when I'm only, trying to find yes. the truth. Isn't that when interesting? I'm try- that that's and, what's messed and up. And it's based on a history of things that you type in, type in, click on, yeah, um, talk about because they hear you. You do, yeah. <laughs> so I find that happening with, um, with pod with podcasts and shows, and I and I don't like it. I see. I'm not. I I okay. I have done as you have. I've I've you know manipulated my own echo chamber, but. Uh, it still bothered me, and it does bother me, and I and I don't like I I like true randomness. I feel that's where yeah. that's where true discovery occurs is in, in in true randomness. It doesn't happen in 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 just you know constant uh, appeasement or is that a word? I don't know, but you know the yeah. constant you know uh, attempt to satisfy my my ego. I, so I don't like that. What do you think about creators on podcasts or whatever platform? 
um, when they take like a topic that is pop- currently popular, say like you know like there's a lot of comic book channels out there. So if there's a new movie that's or, about to- or politics and news, right? Like and they follow the trend. That is that the same upset that you get when you find the algorithm trying to appease you so, when your content creators trying to appease their audience it's a good question i i have thought of that many times because that that idea that question also falls into the same lanes as what i mentioned earlier about playing to the crowd right now i don't want to say that people who report let's say or review or talk about what's popular are selling out because i I, for the most part, I don't think they are. I think mm-hmm. that is an interesting... That, to me, is just another tank to swim in, right? It's mm-hmm. another area of expertise and discovery, and it's an interesting topic, you know, to talk about what's going on in the world or, you know, what's what's what's, what's new, what's modern, what's relevant. Um, so, no, I, I do think that that is... It's equal parts, right? It's, it's, it's less... I, I don't know if I want to say it's less creative, but I do think it is a little less creative than, say, something that's trying to be truly original, if that's possible. But I do find it interesting as well. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I guess in a small way, struggle a little bit because there's a part of me that does want to do things like that, that does want to be more up to date and talk about things that are going on in the world. Uh, like even have like we could do our own newscast or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something you know, obviously. You know, that'd be cool level. if we did like uh, <laughs> undiscovered news. That'd be a cool. So you, what you do is is like uh, you take small stories that aren't really being talked about, but can have a, a large impact, but no one's speaking about it because there's some other like you know crazy thing happening. I would like that everyone's that, talking yeah. about. When I look know? for news, that's really what I'm looking for is someone who's done that investigative type of work. You know, but on the other hand, it's like silly things too. I will will catch my attention equally. Just like Florida Man silliness. I love you? Florida Man. <laughs> Florida Man is awesome. I was, uh, you know, what's great is like when I w- I was down in Florida recently, and their Florida Man Floridians are completely aware about Florida Man. Like oh, they, absolutely! Like that's their Superman. I love that, or their Captain America. I guess <laughs> they're like Captain Floridian. Yeah, this is a dysfunctional <laughs> Captain America. That's what Florida Man is. <laughs> No, but yeah, stuff like that that anything's funny or like <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> the patriotic Florida man. <laughs> yeah, you know, just like the hill like it would have Captain America was a hillbilly, you know? Or just I like uh, I like the idea of, of that though. Hillbilly Captain America was just like from the bayou <laughs> or whatever. The Everglades. Appalachian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Appalachian. Appalachian man, that's another one. That should be another one. He'd be really tall, right? Because it's the mountains. He'd be all burly. But really weird. Uh, oof. <laughs> oof. You wouldn't be a good superhero. Oof. He just is. <laughs> Killing me here. No, but I mean, like, uh, you know, like, even things that, like, okay, so about this, like, discovery or, like, learning new things, like, silly questions are fine to me as well. Like, uh, what's Queen Elizabeth's last name? Why don't I know this? I don't even know it. It just occurred to me. It's like a baby squirrel. I've never seen one. I, bet it's I don't know what it is. I bet it's like super simple, right? It's got to be like something son, right? Like, like I don't Elis- know. Elizabeth Jackson. It's <laughs> such a powerful title. Like It's like Cher. You know, like I'm obviously that's probably not her first name, but like you know, it's like it's like that to me. Yeah, you know, like, it's like Madonna or Lady Gaga. Like, you know, it, it doesn't, it's such a powerful or, or, name or title or Prince, that I don't like, know. Like, what's Prince's real name? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, to me, a royal a royal title of that power or any title of that power is like a musician's alter ego as far as fame is concerned. Yeah. 
So stuff like that too. Like I'll, so I'll, my brain will search for silliness like that too. Like in a cast, in, in a, you know, a podcast or a <laughs> okay. show. Um, and that's always just sort of swimming through my head. I wish I was a little more faithful as a fan to, um, certain content creators. I am actually really faithful to certain ones. Like, um, I'll mention him. There's a guy, uh, uh, his name is Ross. He has a uh, channel on YouTube called Ross's Game Dungeon. Okay. And what I really like about him is that he is definitely not trying to play to the meta or the algorithm to make money. Like, obviously, he wants success. And the guy does seem to have okay success on mm-hmm. YouTube. Um, but he's not, you know, he's not at the level of, like, PewDiePie or, you know, Angry Video Game Nerd or oh, yeah, anything like that. Yeah, they got, like, like 10 million. Yeah, and, and, but those guys, like, I mean, you know what's funny is, like, just for an example, like, PewDiePie or someone like that, I've never seen a single video of, of that yeah. guy's content. And it's never fallen into my algorithm either, even though I watch a lot of video game videos. Really? It's very strange to me. So, obviously, age... I think there's a dem- there's lots of demographics that file into it. Yeah, I wonder what because I've never been. I mean, maybe way back when he was first up and coming, right back in like uh, the 2010s, maybe he he showed up before, but I never clicked on him because I never yeah. really. It's not the kind of content that I like to watch. Um, I usually spend most of my YouTube is uh, like uh, educational and and or comic book related. You know? Yeah. So it's like one of those two. I just can't stand the worst for me is content creators who are just so blatantly false. They're just, you know, they're the used car salesmen of, 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 I don't know what the proper terminology would be like of the used car salesmen of, of, of interest, right? In other words, like everything about them is fake, you know, their laugh, their, their tone, their, what they're taught, their interest that they feign interest. You can tell they feign interest, even what they're talking about. And it's their channel. It's their show. <laughs> it could literally be about anything, but they're just selling out so hard because they've got their, they're so famous and their, and their business is so lucrative, right? Their channel is so lucrative that they're just really holding on to that. If you know, they found their demographic, it's the largest base and they're just going to do whatever that that demographic will listen to. Yeah, so that's like an uh, I guess an example of being an entrepreneur where you become your own slave. <laughs> yeah, that that is that is an example of just all business and no art in yeah, my opinion. Where, when when you just fall back into the same trap. I know our friend Sarah will be mad at me for saying this, but I think an example of that is that guy Markiplier. I cannot stand Ooh. Markiplier. Yeah, Markiplier is a little rough. Um yeah, I just don't like his 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 attitude, the way he talks. He's just to his, me, he's a hundred percent he's a hundred percent fake, and I detect un, behind the character is a rather rude and 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 maybe dirty person. That's just the impression <laughs> I get. I like the the way he said, and maybe dirty. Yeah, I just I, I detect a rather ill person behind that. I don't think it's the yeah. There's the, no way that he's like a great dude. Person. I yeah. don't think so. I don't. I hate to make that judgment. I don't hate to make that judgment, but I. That's right. how I feel. So yeah, yeah. I don't like his stuff all that much either. I don't. I don't think his his character is even entertaining. I find it uh, annoying, abrasive, and just I don't exactly. Know. It's 100 percent fake. And by comparison, the gentleman who I mentioned earlier, Ross at, at Ross's Game Dungeon. Mm. The reason I really like him is because. He is always 100% genuine. I've never felt for a moment this guy was trying to sell me on on, on an opinion or or a character or product. You know what I mean? And it's Does the, con- do, the like, content's never interrupted. 
It's really? never interrupted oh, so by. It's, it's all uh, ad free then. I, I, I maybe there's some ads, but yeah. he, he, he's never trying to sell me a carpet or a vacuum cleaner. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, he's not doing. Um, and, and it's not in his persona either. So I'm constantly engaged, and that's what I look for. And, I, and I find that, and the algorithm has taught me that too. That a lot of the things that I apparently enjoy listening to, they're not popular. They're on the low end. Of is of popularity. Well, that's nice that you. It's giving, nice you're it's giving not. support to it means those little well, guys. but it means that's where I'm probably going to end up too. That's probably the best. <laughs> that's probably the best version, and I'm really I think okay with that. Hey, because I'm not a materialistic person. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. just it. I don't need to live in the city. If I don't I have would to actually, worry about money. I'm fine. Yeah, I would actually prefer to live in a rural area where I don't have any neighbors and have to deal with. I don't even consider that, uh, you know, I, I, I don't even care where I live, to be honest, as long as I can, like... Oh, I've lived in some places I do not ever want to, well, like, Cicero, me too, but... Like, no thank you. It's too dense. I learned I cannot stand that kind of population density when you do not have a, a side yard because your neighbor's building is there. It's, like, that's so weird to me. I can't stand that. Well, I just don't like cities in general. You know, but I, I think just it's don't like because they're they're just too dense, like too many people. And it's it's, it's definitely not. a factor. Yeah, I agree. So I I think also that what I find, you know, what I find really unique about podcasts actually is that there is there's there's sort of a wide range of format, and what I mean is it's not not every podcast is trying to be like an old like a radio show. And I don't want to say like an old radio show because there's still radio shows. Radio still exists and all that. But there, there's a lot of – looks like there's a lot of room. That's my favorite thing about what radio has turned into, which is podcasting, mm-hmm. is that there's so much room to be creative. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's people telling stories out there, like just like 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 creative stories, right? People um, that like do – you can do ASMR if you want. Well, there, um, and there's so and there's, much room for discovery yeah. still. There's still ideas that haven't been thought up yet. Oh, that absolutely. will be successful, I think. Yeah, and I Mike, think, you know, there, there's, um, I don't know if they're necessarily podcasting ads, but there's like things like where you can actually join a, a live creator that's like, you know, who usually does podcasts and you can talk to them during and it can be shown as a podcast like that and you can join in on them and their conversation and stuff which is really interesting so if you pay like you know whatever tier you're at for patreon oh, so I it's a really so cool like, like perk and you can get you, and you get but you also get like a well i don't know like you can do ho- however you want i'm sure you know but you couldn't have like everyone talking at once you know it would be like chaos true true actually one podcast i used to listen to was based on voice acting uh, and it's been a while since I listened to it, so I don't really, unfortunately I can't plug it, and I apologize. But it's on Spotify, uh, and it was kind of similar to that. There was like a lot of sort of behind the scenes. Unfortunately, I think I started listening because it became, uh, it, it became boring. I think they ran out of things to talk about, you know, which is what I worry about anyway for every kind of art, for even for the things that I do, and including this show. At some point, we're gonna have to evolve, you know. Yeah. Well, there's and, nothing uh, wrong with that. That's no, when, there that's isn't. The, but that's when but the challenge and the fun it. comes in. You know, is, is is where do you find your pivot? Where do you shift into? How do you evolve? How do you change? Because that's that's part of your of art in general is is the gradual change and the evolution of what you're doing and your thoughts and your ideas and and your your passion. We'd like to thank you for joining us today and listening to Audio Pong again. Be sure 
to stay tuned and up to date because in the near future we're going to be doing more interviews with some really interesting people. We've got one coming up pretty soon. It's going to be about psychedelics. So if you've never done psychedelics or you have and you want to hear some weird fucking stories, that's the episode to make sure you don't miss. Also, please make sure that you visit Red Circle, our page there, and check out the description in every episode of Audio Punk for our Patreon link. We do appreciate any support we receive from you, the listeners, and all the money goes to the show. It just helps us buy new equipment and provide better content and do new things and spend more time on the show. Thanks again, and have a metal life. If you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, that also helps. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're still listening, then please consider supporting the show. We're working hard on our passion to create quality content, and we want to bring you much more. Indeed, we've got big plans for what we want to add to Audio Pong, and we'd also love to hear from you, the audience, on topics or content Zach and I can create for you. Visit AudioPong on RedCircle.com for more information on where to support the show and where to listen. Also, feel free to contact us directly through email with audiopong at gmail.com. Be happy. Be healthy. And have have a metal metal life. life.